This is Religion Today with Martin Tanner, a weekly look at religion and spirituality here at home and around the world. Now, here's your host, Martin Tanner. Welcome. This is Religion Today. I'm your host, Martin Tanner. Today's message is on fathers, because this is Father's Day. One of the things that we used to think in this country were that fathers were very, very necessary. And then at the end of the 1960s or so, with the advent of the women's movement, fathers were marginalized. As a matter of fact, not just fathers, but men. And the idea of the feminist movement was that men were irrelevant. And not only that, if you go to certain websites, you will find out that men are the cause of all evils in the world. Now, over time, has eliminating or marginalizing men from the picture of the traditional family so as to leave a fragmented family? How has that worked out for society? Have the number of well-adjusted and happy children increased or decreased? The answer is quite obvious. Things have not gone well. The underlying ideas that non-traditional families work well have just not panned out. We live in a bizarre world where originally different non-traditional groups, lesbians and gays, said you must accept us because we're born this way. And now the LGBTQ continuum has a different message, which looks to me as though in the long run it will probably blow up the whole equation there, or the whole alphabet, because the idea has shifted. It's no longer... I was born this way, so you must accept me. It's, I can be whatever I want to be. And so a man can decide that he's really a woman and swim in the college uh, championships in the Ivy League. Or a guy in high school can decide that, well, he's not quite good enough to do well in track on the men's team, so he's going to run on the women's team just because he's decided that he's a woman. These kinds of things are now not just against men and fathers, they are against women and mothers. And the whole idea of the traditional family is now in jeopardy. How has this turned out? It has not turned out well. Where fathers are absent, for instance, in black communities in Chicago, in L.A., in South Central, Los Angeles in particular, in Watts, Compton, in Hyde Park, where I actually grew up for a while, in Chicago area, in Washington, D.C., Maryland, Detroit, other places. It's been disastrous for young men. The rates of problems with the law, of lack of education, of violence, of crime, of murders, have all dramatically gone up in those very areas where the nuclear family has been expendable. And in particular, where fathers are absent. So 
it turns out not to be true in practice that, as some feminist groups say, men are entirely dispensable and that they are the cause of all of the world's ills. Instead, studies are now showing that men and their influence on children is very, very positive. Psychology Today has had several articles of recent research in areas that have traditionally not been done at all that show that fathers and their involvement with children have a positive impact. And over time, children who have a father figure in their life have better mental health, do much better in school, have less anxiety, have a better career, have more relationships that are proper and appropriate with the opposite sex, have fewer legal problems, have far fewer drug and alcohol problems, and a lower suicide rate. All of these things are true. That does not mean that if somehow a father figure is absent, that there is no chance. That's just not true. But it is true that we should not marginalize fathers. That approach has not worked. We should not marginalize mothers or women either. The goal should be to keep fathers and mothers and a nuclear family as the ultimate goal for society. One of the most important thing, things that has happened over the past 30 or 40 years is that society has worked hard for women to have equal opportunities. And those have been successful. Women are now significantly more than half of all college students. They are more than half of those accepted into master's and doctoral programs. And since 1963, it's been illegal to pay women less than men for the same work. So all those claims of unequal pay for the same work, that has been illegal for decades and decades. If society has worked that hard for women, and the result has been good, that is wonderful. It need not be at the expense of men and traditional families. The role of fathers have been somewhat diminished and marginalized. That's not necessarily the way that it should be. The ideas sometimes even creep into our faith, they shouldn't, that somehow men aren't as important. President David O. McKay made a wise statement, quote, no other success can compensate for failure in the home, close quote. One of the best things about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and other traditional religious denominations is that they support traditional families with both a father and a mother. Society has somehow not grasped that point and thought that men can be women, women can be men, and it's not important to have either one or the other. This is not good for children or for society as a whole.
marginalizing the role of fathers has had disastrous consequences. Study after study shows this. And it's even true, interestingly enough, in the animal kingdom. I, I digress here for just a minute, and certainly animals are not people. But there was a study that was done in Botswana where male elephants had been poached out of existence except for just a few, and they had been moved to other areas with disastrous effects on the elephants that were growing up. The young males were causing huge problems until other older males were brought back to try to bring back to the natural state the uh, groups of elephants and their social order. Another example would be the Lion Kingdom. If, for whatever reason, the male lion or two or three, sometimes up to five, who are protecting and ruling over a pride of lions, if somehow they are killed or leave, the consequences on the pride of lions, all the cubs and the lionesses, is disastrous, both in the animal kingdom and in humans, things work best with the traditional roles of male and female properly handled. Media plays a bizarre role in the way people see men and women today. More about that when we come back. Stay tuned. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. We're talking about the role of men on Father's Day. Religion Today with Martin Tanner continues on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. It's Father's Day, and today our message is that fathers are important and traditional families are important to the extent that we can possibly have them. When we took our break, I was mentioning the role that media portrays in marginalizing men. Take a look at TV commercials. Most all of them portray men as dumb, forgetful, foolish, couch potatoes, the ones that make mistakes, the ones that don't get it, the ones that don't know the name of the car or can't tell the truth. It's kind of a bizarre situation that we live in. If the roles had been reversed and you had those kinds of commercials portraying women, as being foolish, dumb, forgetful, liars, couch potatoes, or unambitious, it would never fly. But somehow it's okay right now for men. There's quite a bizarre double standard there. We also have the same thing in television shows. For example, The Simpsons. You've got the mother, Marge, and the daughter, Lisa, who are wonderful, bright, hardworking, fabulous. And, of course, you've got Father Homer and the son Bart, who are horrible, lazy, bad, just not so great. This is the way media portrays men and women. But consider this. The single best predictor of poverty in the United States of America is whether a child is raised in a home by only 
one parent. The statistics here are absolutely alarming. Six out of seven children born to a single parent, that would be 93% of those who are born to a single parent. Most of the time, that's a single mother raised by them, live below the poverty line. That's an alarming figure. If you flip the numbers, almost all children who live in a home with two parents are above the poverty line and do well. Society tries to make men and women exactly equal, saying that they are absolutely interchangeable. The folly of this is becoming more and more apparent in sports, but it ought to be apparent in other places as well. One of the most important points to make here is that we need not elevate women by diminishing men. Both should be seen as very important for children. In a conference address on fathers, Elder Christofferson noted, quote, fathers are fundamental in the divine plan of happiness, and I want to raise a voice of encouragement for those who are striving to fill well that calling. To praise and encourage fatherhood and fathers is not to shame or discount anyone. I simply focus today on the good that men can do in the highest of masculine roles, that of husband and father, close quote. I love that statement. That's a wonderful statement. There's a gentleman named David Blankenhorn, who's the author of a book called Fatherless America, in which he observed, quote, today, American society is fundamentally divided and ambivalent about the fatherhood idea. Some people do not even remember it. Others are offended by it. Others, including more than a few family scholars, neglect it or disdain it. Many others are not especially opposed to it, nor are they especially committed to it. Many people wish we could act on it, but believe that our society simply no longer can or will. Close quote. As a church, we believe in fathers. We believe in the ideal of the man who puts his family first. We believe that by design, by divine design, fathers are, preside, are to preside over their families in love and in righteousness and are responsible to provide the necessities of life and protection for their families. We believe that in their complementary family duties— Fathers and mothers are obligated to help one another as equal partners. We believe that far from being superfluous, fathers are unique and irreplaceable. The perfect divine expression of fatherhood is our Heavenly Father. His character and attributes include abundant goodness and perfect love. Those are the characteristics that a good man and a good father should produce in himself and continually improve and refine. A good father's work 
should be that just like the work of our Heavenly Father, whose work and glory are the development and happiness and eternal life of his children. Fathers in this fallen world can claim nothing comparable to the majesty of our Father in heaven on high, but at their best, fathers are striving and should strive to emulate our Father in heaven. And they indeed can labor in the same basic work as that of our Father in heaven. Men, fathers, should and are honored with a remarkable and sobering trust to help the women and children and others in society around them. For men, fatherhood exposes us to our own weaknesses and our need to improve. Fatherhood requires sacrifice, but it's a source of incomparable satisfaction and joy. The true model is our Father in Heaven, whose principal attribute is love. And the best attributes, and incidentally, this is also true in the latest studies about the greatest contributions that fathers can have on their children. The greatest attribute a father can have is love. If a father loves his children and teaches his children, his children will be happier, more well-adjusted, more confident. They will also be better parents, whether fathers or mothers. They will be better providers and understand the true meanings that we all have to fulfill in life. Our Father in Heaven's Son, Jesus, said this, quote, Greater love hath no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends, close quote. I would suggest that greater love hath no man than that he would lay down his life for his family. All good fathers would die for their family if it were needed. Fathers manifest their love every day by placing all of their wants and desires behind them in pursuit of what is most important for their family. In your prayers, thank your Heavenly Father for all your blessings. Please do all you can to elevate women and mothers. Also do what you can to elevate men and fathers. Over time, things tend to become more clear. For those who have been paying attention over the last 30 or 40 years, it has become increasingly clear that it's important to not disregard fathers. It's important to encourage them to be genuinely good and to teach and protect those who are under their stewardship. If you have a question or a comment, feel free to be in touch. Send me an email to martinstanner at gmail.com. 
martinstanner at gmail.com. Join me next week.